Today's daf is daf Ayin Ches. We are holding at the bottom of Ayin Zayin Amid Beis. See where we left off yesterday. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. All right, three lines from the bottom. So we know this is very important. The Beis Yosef gives us a very good explanation. He says there's difference between the hafara that is done by a husband or a father and the hatara that's done by a chacham or a beisdin. In fact, they work differently and they have different halachas associated with them, which we've discussed. But one of the things that happens is when a chacham is matir, he gives examples like you have a knot, the netter is a knot, he unties the knot, it's as if the knot never existed. Whereas when a father or a husband, he says they may for it, like they cut, they cut the ends, there was a knot there, but it's now released because you, you cut, you cut the string. But it's not that it wasn't, like it never existed. It exists, but it stops functioning from now. That's in conceptually how he differs, but it's still, it's still, there was still something there from before. Now, but they have different terminologies. The Torah's terminology for the father is mufar. Mufar, the husband is, is Mufarlach. Mufarlach, Mufarlach. Or we saw that bottle is also, was a Lashen used yesterday. The Chacham is, is Matir. Mutarlach, Mutarlach, Mutarlach. Rabbi Yochanan says, if they switched their terminologies and the father said Mutar and the husband, and the uh, Chacham said Mufar, it doesn't work. It's not effective. They have to use the correct Terminology that's associated with the nether. It's <coughs> excuse me with the nether. So Amram Yochanan, Chacham Shamar Beloshen Baal. The Chacham used the language of the husband, or the Baal Shamar Beloshen Chacham, or the husband used the Loshen of the Chacham. Lo Amar Klum. That's it. It doesn't work. It's completely ineffective. The Sanya we learned in a Brisa. The in the Parshas Matos in in, in uh, the, the Parsha that starts talking about Nadorim introduces the Parsha with Zehadavar. Zehadavar, this is the matter. But Chazal understand that as being a very limiting Zehadibur, uh, meaning it has to be done with the specific terminology in order for the nether to either be revoked or annulled. That's, that's the point. So, Zehadavar, Zehadavar, Achachamatir, Vein Baalmatir. So now, the Bryce, we're going to have two Bryces that take it from a different, from different a- angles. The first Bryce uh, says that the Chacham is Matir. The Chacham has to say Mutterloch. He's Matir. Vein Baalmatir. And the husband cannot be Matir. He has to be Mefer. Sheyachal. Because what would you have thought? Now, we're going to see that these two Bryce's, at the end of the day, the results going to be the same. It doesn't work either way, but they take it from different angles. Ma Chacham She'ein Mefer. You see, a Chacham does not have the Koch of a Fora. What is the Koch of a Fora? A Fora, you don't have to have any reasons. When you, the, when the husband's Mefer, he doesn't, he doesn't find any loopholes. He just hears it and he says, Mufralach, Mufralach, Mufralach. There doesn't have to be any Pesach. There doesn't have to be any, any Charata, right? So therefore, you see, if the Chacham who doesn't, uh, the, it is not able to be Mefer, but he's able to be Matir, right? So you would think the Baal, who's able to be Mefer, Kol Shekain, 
He should be able to be matir. Ain't a din shem matir. Talmud lomer zeadavar. No, that's why the Torah says zeadavar. He's down the chacham matir, but ain't baal matir. Tanya idach. We have a bris that goes from the other direction. What's the other direction? Zeadavar teaches you that the baal is mefer. The husband has to be mefer. Ve'en chacham mefer, not the chacham. Sheyachol, because you might have thought ma baal she'en matir. A husband does not have the koch to be matir. Remember, the husband is only cuts it. He doesn't untie it. And also, there's a clock ticking. As soon as he hears it, he's only got till the end of the day or 24 hours. He can't do it at any point in time he wants, right? But a Chacham, who is Matir, the Chacham has the Koach to be Matir. So therefore, Eino Din Shemefer, so for sure he should be able to be Mefer. Kalmudlaimer, Zehadavar, to teach me Baal Mefer, Ve'ein Chacham Mefer. So at the end of the day, from either perspective, comes out that Zehadavar means you have to be very precise in the language that they use. The Chacham has to be Matir, the Baal has to be Mefer. Now the brings down another brysa which is the, is dealing with similar ideas. What does this brysa deal with? The brysa points out that you have two terms that are the exact terms in different parashiyas. In the, in the beginning of parashas matos, you have zehadavar referring to annulment of vows. We also have a parsha in the Torah that is referring to shkutechutz. Somebody shechts or offers an offering Outside of the Beis Hamikdash, at a time when offerings cannot be offered outside the Beis Hamikdash, it's a chi of misa b'day shemaim, and it's called shchute chutz, might be kores, but it's a it's, it's a heavenly death, and it also it, it it discusses the it refers to it as zehadover. This is the matter. So we make a linkage; those two words are portals to one another, comparing the laws of the Nadarim to the laws of Shkute Chutz. And the question is, what information flows back and forth? That's what we're going to learn one from the other. So, Nemar Khan Zehadavar, the Parshas Nadarim, it says Zehadavar, but Nemar Lahalan, it says over there, Zehadavar by Shkute Chutz. Now, Ma'abe Shkute Chutz, Aaron of Arbechol the introduction to the Parsha of Shkute Chutz is that it doesn't matter who you are. You could be Aaron, you could be his son, or you could be any Yid who tries to do the service outside, they're all equal. They all have the same punishment. That is what we learn by Shkutechutz. So too, concerning the laws of Nedarim, there is a rule that when it comes to annulment of Nedarim, doesn't matter who you are, all Yidin are equal. And we'll have to see what halacha that's coming to teach me. So therefore, Av Barashas Nedarim, Arnavan of Echol Yisrael are equal. Now, in the Parsha, of the Nadarim, it says now Dabar, the instruction was given to the Rosh Matais. What are the Rosh Matais? The heads of the tribes. Those are considered to be people of stature. So therefore, just as by Nadarim there is something that involves specifically people of stat- stature, so too there's a linkage. It's as if the words Rosh Matos were written by Shkutechut. Now the question is, what is being taught both ways? That's what we have to figure out. So Ma'akan Rosh Hamatos, just as by Nadarmet uses the words Rosh Hamatos, Avlahalan, so too it uh, by the Shchutachut is as if it wrote Rosh Hamatos. Now, but Parshas Nadarim Lamaihilchaso, what is being taught for Parshas Nadarim? I mean, what is Parshas Nadarim deriving from the Zehadavar that was written by Shchutachut? 
Just as over there, it doesn't matter who does it, they're all equal. Here too, any three people, even if it's not people, the Ron discusses with smicha, or people that are experts, or bucky in the field, three people, three lay people that they understand the rudimentary basic information that he's taught to them, they can understand, they can be matzir. You don't have to have a basin of smuchin, a basin of mumchin. So therefore, that's what we learn, just as it's equated by uh, it's also that Aaron uh, of Echol Yisrael to teach me that you can have lay people, three lay people, be matzah the nether. Someone says like this, says the Gemara, if that's the fact, then why by Nadarim does it use the expression Roshia Matas? Roshia Matas does seem to imply some level of knowledge, some level of expertise. So why does it use the words Roshia Matas in the Parsha of Nadarim? That's because of Yachid Mumcha, meaning there is an exception where you need to have a specialist, but you don't have to have three. So if you have a specialist, that's what Rosh Hamatas teaches you, then one is enough. Coming You're back not, the other way. If, what's that? Coming back the other way teaching you that? No, 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 no. The reason why it writes the words Rosh Hamatas by Nadorim is there is a concept of specialist, but they only need one. But the Gzeira Shava that we learned out to teach me is Aravon Bachal Yisroel. That teaches me that all three are equal when they're based in that are not specialists, just as all three are equal for the laws of Shkutechutz. Alright? So therefore, so uh, now. Okay, now I've seen how the information travels from Shkutechutz to, uh, to what? To Nadorim. But now, what about the fact by Nadorim it does say Roshay Matos? What does that teach me? That what about Roshay Matos? That there's a concept of Roshay Matos by Shkutechutz as well. So, So, what is Roshay Matos as if it was written by Shkutechutz? What's that coming to teach me? So, Gemara says Amrav Sheisha is teaching me a very bichidish. Remember, Shkutechutz deals with hegdish. So it's telling you, just as you could be matir and neder, hataras nadarim, if you have a based in, you can go and be matir and neder, you can also rely on a based in. If you made something hegdish, it has a din of a neder. And since it has a din of a neder, therefore what? You can revoke it and it will be no longer hegdish. You can undo it and it's not considered neder. And the Ran takes it even to the next level. And he says, and the reason why it's written by shkut dechutz, because even if you violated the itzer shkut if you're able to go back to a based in and give a good enough reason why it was a mistake or whatever it is, they can retroactively be matter that nether and therefore what? You're not viol- you would not have violated the laws of Shlutechut. If you violate the head, you got to pay a plus a fifth, etc. And now you're saying... No, you can make it work. Because it, 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 it undoes it as if it wasn't Hegdish. That's yeah, right. I think this article, I'm going to make this Hegdish. Yeah. Ah, I didn't realize it was my father's heirloom from Correct. 500 years. I shouldn't have done that. Okay, Mutalach, Mutalach, It's a nether. That's what, so that's so therefore comes out like this. So therefore, let's understand. So the, the, the Zeadavar is written in both places. And what the Zerah is teaching me, that just as by Zerah Davar, by Shlut Echutz, it says, Aaron of Adam Chol Yisrael, it's as if it's written by Nadorim, to teach me any three lay people can be matter. 
Now, what about the fact that it says over there, Rosh Amatos? That's a Yachid could be Mumcha. Now, we said the fact that it's written Rosh Amatos by Medorim, it's as if it's written Rosh Amatos by, by Shchut That teaches you that Shchut it's, it's Hegdish. And Hegdish, you can be Matir, just as Medorim, you can be Matir. That's how the information flows both ways. Now, Ayra holds like Beishamai. Beishamai say a Hegdish, even if it's made by mistake, no backsies. Even if you made a mistake, I didn't realize that it doesn't work. Well, then you cannot be Mater Neder, because the whole premise of being Mater Neder is you keep creating a loophole through a mistake. Based Shammai's Shita is that Hekdesh Batos doesn't work. So therefore, there are no loopholes. So obviously, according to Beis Shammai, you have to figure out what's the information that's being taught from the Dorim to Shkut Echutz. L'chara cannot be coming to teach me that Shkut Echutz, that you can be Mater Hekdesh, you can be Mater Hekdesh with 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 Shal the Neder. Someone says, Le Beis Shammai, the Amr Ein Sheil the Hekdesh, there is never so Rashi Amatos the Chibes Shkut Echutz. So Rashi Amatos the Tritma Shkut Echutz. L'may What is it for? What's coming to teach me? Now remember, it doesn't say Rashi Amatos. It's only because of the Gzeira Shava that we said it's a zif. It's there. Says the Gemara. You know that's not a problem because Gzeira Shava is Tali and Mesayra. Beis Shammai, the school of Beis Shammai, never had the, the linkage. They never had that Zerah Shavah. Beis Shammai, Leis Luke Zerah Shavah, they didn't have it. Now, now we have a problem. Because if you don't have that Zerah Shavah, then you have to understand, so why does it say Zerah Dover in both places? If it wasn't for the fact that you need to create the Zerah Shavah. So, so why did it say Zerah Dover? So that's easy, because that we already answered today. Because the Zerah Dover that's written by Nadarim is to teach me that you have to be very precise in your language. That the Chacham has to be Matir, not Mefer. And that the father and, and husband have to be Mefer, not Matir. What's that? You don't need that for a Zayra Shavah. So when it says that Zayra Dover, that's, uh, so therefore, Bepash Nadar Lamaik Siv, Loma to teach me Chacham Matir, Vein Baal Matir, Baal Mefer, Vein Chacham Mefer. Now, ask the Ron, one second, that's a good point. If, in fact, Beisilel do hold of the Zayra Shavah, so the words are spoken for, if the words are spoken for, then how do they know that halacha, that you have to be precise, that the Chacham has to be Matir and the Baal? Beisilel, if Beisilel do use it for a Zayra Shavah, so Shama we saying since they don't use Xer Shava, it's open, it's redundant. So it's not needed. What is it needed for is to teach me the Salocha. But according to Beis Hillel, if they need it for the Xer Shava, then how do you know the Salocha? So, so Ron says there actually is a three way machlokas when you're creating a Xer Shava. Do you need both sides to be open? Do you need one side to be open? Or can it even work with neither side being open? Beis Hillel hold that you need to have only one side open. So the Zeha Dover by Shlutechutz is the open side to the Xer Shava. The Zeha Dabra that's written by Nadarim, they don't need that one to be open. And they actually use that one to teach me, like we said at the beginning of today's Dab, that the Chachamatir and the Baal is made for. That's what they use it for. Okay, now, going back to Beishamai, since they don't have the Zerah so we took care of what they use, the Zeha Dabra that is written by Nadarim. Uh, what do they do with the Zeha Dabra that's written by Shlutechut? What's the purpose of that Zeha Dabra? So when it says Zeha Dabra Shlutechut for Mike Siv, what's it written for? Lomar to teach me, very important, the Pasuk talks about specifically shechting outside the Beis Amigdash. We know in the Beis Amigdash, Shechita was done with animals. What did they do with birds? Malika. So it's telling you, you're only violating this serious level of Aveira that you're Chayev Mizvidei Shemaim for if you did a Shechita outside. So Zeha Dabar is very specific. This, only this thing you're Chayev. But if you did a Malika outside the Beis Amigdash, Malika only has significance 
in the Beis Amigdash. If you did the Malika outside the Beis Amigdash to a bird, you would not be Chayv for Shkita Chutz. That's what the Zahadavar teaches me. So when it says, Lomar al Shkita Chayv, ain't Chayv al Malika. The Ryan says, well, how did Beis Shalom know that? And he brings the source. Beis Shalom have another way of knowing that specific thing. It's al Shkita, not al Malika. So now it says the Gemara, fine. So now if you're not making the Gzeir Shava, then you don't have the portals. So there's going to be information that you have to still come up and figure out according to Beis Shammai. Ella Beis Shammai, Lahashu Gimel Yoytes Melon. According to Beis Shammai, how do we know that any three common people can form a base thing to be Matar Neder? Because Bechorah, the way we learned that, was from the linkage from Shkut Echutz, from Aaron Ravana Bechol Yisrael. You don't have that link anymore. So where do Beis Shammai know that what? That any three Hediotos are sufficient? To be matir neder, to be nolens. When it says nafkale, they learn it. Luhumi derav asi barnosen from the drosha of Rav Lazi barnosen. So we're going to go through a whole brayser now. The takeaway is going to be that if you hold like Rav Asi barnosen, according to Beis Shammai, that also teaches you that any three lay people can be matir neder. You don't have to. You don't have to come onto the Zeir Shabbat to teach me that. To save like this. Now the gifts of Al Gemara is the pasuk like this. This is a pasuk in. Um, where is this parsha? In 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 in, in Emor, I believe. Vaydaber Moshe as Ma'ade Hashem El Benei Yisroel. Right, it's talking about the holidays. Right, according to the Ran, it's going on a different pasuk. The Ran has the Girsa Ela Ma'ade Hashem Hashem Tikkur Asam Adam. That these are the uh, festivals that are holy convocation that you have to pronounce. You have to announce these holidays. So it's it's it, it, it's talking about the Yom Tovim, but the Ran is going on a different pasuk. Ela Ma'ade Hashem, and not Vaydaber Moshe as Ma'ade Hashem. All right. Now, Vahatanya, we learned at a Bryser of Yehud Yazyak Lili Oymer. Made Nemru, Veloy Nemru Shabbos. You have a cryptic Bryser. The Bryser says that you only learn about the holidays. It doesn't, it seems to be saying it doesn't mention the Shabbos. Now, that's what Rabbi Yosef Lili said. Uh, and Shabbos Bereshis. Shabbos Bereshis, the way you refer to the irregular Shabbos, the Shabbos of creation. So the Pasuk only seems to be mentioning, the Parsha only seems to be mentioning, uh, the Ma'adim, but it doesn't mention Shabbos, right? And then as they learned, Omer Omer, Mu'adai Nemru, it's mentioning the holidays, below Nemru Parsha Nadarim, but Imahin, but it doesn't associate it with the Nadarim. Okay, so these are two cryptic statements. We have to clarify what they mean. So when it says that Rav Asi Barnosan Kashele Hamatnisa, when this Brisa was taught to him, that Rav Yosegli says that it mentions the Moadim, doesn't mention Shabbos, and Benadi said it mentions the Moadim, but it's not associated with Nedorim. He said, "What is going on here? What is the Brisa coming to teach?" So obviously he goes to look for the biggest Talmud Chacham around to teach him what it means. So also Nahardai came to the city of Nahardai, commanded Rav Sheshes to stand before Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes should teach him what it means. When he got there, Rav Sheshes was away. He could not find Rav Sheshes. Also Abbas Rav he followed into the city of Mechuzah. And there he found Rav Sheshes. And Amalei, he said, I don't understand the Brisa. Why? Because first of all, if you open up the Chumash and you look at the Parsha of the holidays of the Moadim, in that Parsha it also mentions Shabbos. So how can the Brisa say that it only mentions the Mo'adim, but it doesn't mention Shabbos Bereshi? Shabbos is mentioned in the Parsha. Amalei Mo'adei Hashem Nem, Rolo Nem, Shabbos Bereshi, Simoyen. V'hak Siv, it does mention Shabbos Simoyen. So I don't understand Rabbi Yossi Baranosan's statement, Rabbi Yossi Haglili's statement. And it's Sue, and I don't understand Benazah either. Mo'adei Hashem Nem, Rolo Nem, Mo'adim, are you telling me that when the Mo'adim are mentioned, to take a look at the end of Parsha's Pinchas, when it mentions the 
the korbanos for the holidays. It mentions the holidays, but, and it doesn't mention anywhere there the, the, uh, the Nadarim. It's not true. Immediately after Nadarim, uh, after Pinchas, at the end of the parsha of the holidays, it starts with, uh, with, with, with Matas, with Parshas Matas, which talks about the Nadarim. So Mamish, next to the holidays, is the parsha. Of Nadarin. Masitra. Masitra means by the side, by the edge. Ksiva. Right by the edge of the holidays, Ksiva, you do find the Nadarin. So what did, what did Benazai mean altogether that you don't find next to the, the holidays you find Nadarin? So please explain this cryptic brisa, the statement of Yosi Aglili and the statement of Benazai, explain it to me. So Amale Hachi Kitani. So Rabshesha said, this is what's being taught. What is being taught? It's telling you like this. Of course, it says Shabbos in the Parsha of the Moadim. It does mention it there. But it's saying that they have different status. In order to create the holidays of Hashem, you need Beistin to determine when Rosh Chodesh is going to be. It's the Beistin being Makadish the Chodesh which determines what? When the holidays are going to be. Shabbos Bereshis, we don't need based in saying today is Sunday in order to determine which day is Shabbos because Kedusha is Kaviyah The Kedusha from creation is put in place that every seventh day is going to Kedusha Shabbos. So that's what it's saying. What it's saying is that, uh, that, uh, that, the, but it, it, it's written by Moadim, but it's not written, but it's not, we don't find over there Shabbos. It doesn't mean Shabbos is not in the Parsha. It means no, that the requirement that we're going to see that you have to do Kiddush HaKodesh was only for the Yom Tovim, but it was not necessary any type of based in act of based in for for Shabbos. That's what it refers to. So it says like this: Zamad and Tzrichim Kiddush based in based in, but Shabbos Bereshit and Tzrichim Kiddush based in and Moadei Hashem Tzrichim Mumchat. So that explains the first part that what Rabbi Yosi Agli was talking about. What have Ben Azay talking about? What Ben Azay was telling is that Moadei Hashem. Srichim Mumcha, that when you have a basting declare that it is Rosh Chodesh, and they're based on that when the Yom Tovim are going to fall out, you need experts. You can't take any three people. You need to have experts that do it. So that's what the Pazak is saying. Uh, and, and the Ran brings down the Drosha. It says, uh, that you shall pronounce them. The word Osam, Aleph Tov Mem, could be Atem. Hashem was told to motion Aaron. That has to be people like you. Status of like you. Now, two of them aren't a basin. You can't have a basin of two. It means you have to have three people like you in order to do Kiddush HaChodesh. Specifically for what? Ela. For the holidays. Ela Hashem, you have to do it. But for Shabbos, you don't have to do it, number one. And number two, that for Nadorim, which is written right by, also, you, even though, when, even when you have to have a base in, what does the base in not have to have? It does not have to have the same level of scholarship that is required when you do Kiddush HaKodesh. That's what the Ben Azai statement is. You can have any three people. Now, once you see Rabbi Yosef Bernatan, the explanation that he's got from Rabbi Sheshit, now we understand how Rabbi Shammai know that you need any three people, even if you don't have the Gzairah Shavah of Zehadavah, Zehadavah. Clear, that's what we did this for. So it says like this. So therefore, Ma'adeh Hashem Tzrich in Mumcha, need expertise. 
but a, an expert. But ain't barzadarim tzrichim mumke. I feel a base in shalat yotz. It could be any three lay people could be done used for nedarim. All right. Now ask the Gemara like this: If you're telling me the same question I had before, if the nedarim can have any three lay people, then why did it stress Rosh Amatos, the head of the tribes? Gemara says vahab barzadarim nedarim Rosh Amatos k'siv wadman. Gemara says amrav chistav itaim rav yochanan beyochid mumke. That's if you use one. If you use one, he has to be an expert. But if you use three, unlike Kiddush HaChodesh, which requires Mumchim, here you don't have to have Mumchim to be any three lay leaders. And therefore, that now, we've wrecked, we, we reconciled how Beis Shammai know the same halachas without having the Gzeirah Shava of Zehadover, Zehadover. Let's finish up. Amra Bechanina we have an interesting thing. Husband, the Torah tells like this, that if the husband hears the neder and, he, and he's mekayamit, he confirms it, fine. If he, uh, if he annuls it, he's, uh, he's made for the neder, it wipes it out, right? Now, if he keeps quiet, so the halacha is that what happens when he keeps quiet? It goes for, uh, what happens? It goes for 24 hours or it goes for until, until evening, right? What happens if what he has in mind, I want to teach my wife a lesson. She should not make Nadarim anymore. I'm keeping quiet with the specific intent that I am going to be made for the nether. I intend to be made for the nether. I just don't want her to know this. The, the Mephorosh over here says, actually you have to call someone aside and whisper into his ear. You should know, my silence over here is not in order to fulfill the nether, but actually I'm just going to, 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 to bother. Teach her a lesson. Teach her a lesson. Alright? So says Rabbi Chanina, very bichidish. He says, I show that Amanas Lamekit of a person, he is just, he keeps quiet. In order just to, Lamekat means to literally, like to provoke her, but to, to, to distress her, to cause her tsar because she shouldn't be making the dorim. May for that he, there's no clock ticking. In such a case, you could be made for even after 10 days. Zimbab shots mashma that in 10 days time, you'll have to do an afora. But you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, the clock doesn't, uh. Clock ticking for 10 days, not but it doesn't, it doesn't tick it, pretty much basically saying is, that silence is not considered to be a confirmation. Alright. But that's the Mephorus. Mephorus says, yeah, how do we know that that's what you're thinking? You have to go and let somebody know that that's what you're doing. That's what the Mephorus says. Now. Masiv Rabba. Rabba has the following question. We've had this price a number of times. But the Brisa talks about it like this. The Brisa is when you have a Nara Murosa, she's under du- dual jurisdictions. She needs both the husband and the father to be made for. However, the difference is, is if the husband dies, then in certain circumstances, the father re- uh, establishes himself as the, as the sole jurisdiction. Whereas if, while she's a Nara Murosa, if the, hu- if the father would die, then it doesn't shift over to the husband. The husband can't do those nadarim anymore. He always needs the father. But if the husband dies, it shifts over to the father. That's what we had spoken of. This is what Bryce is referring to. So, Amosai, when do we say that if you need uh, uh, dual jurisdiction, but if the husband dies, it shifts to the father? Amosai Amru, what are the following scenarios? Mesa Baal, let's say the husband dies, 
When we say that if the husband dies, it shifts, it pours back into the jurisdiction, shifts back into, transforms back into the jurisdiction of the fathers. In one of the following scenarios, first of all, if he never heard the nether, if he never, if the husband not, never even heard the nether, it never even entered into the realm of his jurisdiction. So of course, if he dies, at that point, the father still has sole jurisdiction of the nether. Right? Or what happened was, he, uh, he heard it, but he kept quiet, right? And we're going to see the right gears in the Gemara is he kept quiet, and he died that day. He died that day, which means it never had a chance to become... Confirmed. To become confirmed. Can become confirmed. Oh, no, 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 no. He never had a chance to confirm it. Therefore, because if he confirms it, then everything is over. The husband right. can't. But said, but he never had the chance. Can't remove. Right. But the, the, the husband did not hear it for 24 hours. When he died before 24 hours. No, but now it says if he heard it. He heard it. He did hear it. And he was silent. And he was silent. And we're going to stay. But say that being silent is an affirmation. Oh, no, no, silence no. Is not hours? Silence, uh, silence is not an affirmation unless 24 hours go by. Okay. Right. So therefore, the gears, the right gears is, okay. is that the mace bow by yom. He heard it and he died that day. So that's why he didn't have a chance to become confirmed. Or the last one was even more. Shama Behafer. He actually heard it. And he revoked, and for sure it's out of his jurisdiction because his portion of it was revoked anyway. In all of these three scenarios, if the husband dies, it shifts over to the, to the, to the father. father. The maze Boba Yom is going on the middle case. Aval. Now, those three cases, the father then unilaterally can revoke himself. But what happens in the following cases? Shama the Kiem. Let's say he heard it, but upon hearing it, what did he do? He confirmed the, the, the husband. He uh, affirmed the nether, and then he dies. At that point, that doesn't go back to the father. Why does oh, it go back to the father? He already confirmed. confirmed, right? Or he died the next day. He was quiet, and he died the next day. Also, that's a confirmation. That has a confirmation. Right? It was silent. Right? The father can't do it. Now, ask the Gemara the following question. The Gemara's question is as follows. Let's build it up. If, in fact, it says the case over there was that he heard it and he died the next day, it's confirmation. Now, if it's true that you're telling me not always is that, you, you or Abkhanina just wanted to say that sometimes when you're quiet, it's not considered to be a confirmation. If your intent was that you wanted to, 10 days is not, it's is, is just an yeah, example. Okay, so but it stress. doesn't have to, it, it just, well, you under the stressor, so then with the Chorah, this statement is made as unequivocal, a blanket statement. You heard it, you are quiet, you died the next day, it's confirmed. The Chorah, according to what you taught, that shouldn't be true. It should only be dependent on whether or not you had intended to uh, distress her or, 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 or not. That's what it should be dependent on. And the Brisa doesn't give that as an option, right? So it says the one like this, My love, the case of when he was quiet and he died the next day, and it's considered confirmed, is, is, is unequipped in all scenarios, even in the scenario where what? That he was trying to distress her, which therefore would show that does not. If you're quiet, even if your intent was to distress, it doesn't help. Unless you actually revoke, we're going to consider this to be a confirmation. That's the question. 
Sumar says, Loi. It's Vishaisek al Menas The case over here is talking about is that the person, when he was quiet, he had in mind, I am being Mekayim this nether. That's why over here, that's what it's referring to. Therefore, over here, that's why after it dies the next day, there's nothing you can do about it. Ask the more the obvious question. One second, if he had in mind that I'm, I'm going to be Mekayim the nether, then it went to be Mekuyim. He's going to revoke him. No, he says, I want, I'm going to be Mekayim. I'm going to keep this nether. He had in mind, he said, in his mind, he said, uh, he said, I'm Mekayim the nether. I'm quiet. In his mind, I'm Mekayim the nether. So when is it? Right away. You don't have to wait till the next day. So why only the next day? It should be right away. It's too late. Someone says, That's the case of Shama the Kiyom. Right away it's considered Mekuyim. The case he's talking about where he was quiet without any indication and even in his own mind he wasn't sure which way he's going to go. So in such a case that's where if you die the next that's where if he dies the next day it's too late. Because it wasn't clear. Wasn't but sure. if in his mind he wants to be Mekayim, it's Mekayim right away. If in fact he wants to distress her, then the halacha is that the 24-hour clock will not run out. And at any point that he said, I was just trying to distress you, at that point it'll be... Except that if he died, it's confirmed. What's that? Except in that case if he died... Well, I don't know. Confirmed. I'm not sure if that would be the case in that case if he died and confirmed. That case is not confirmed. If he dies... If he dies if he has it in his mind... If 24 mind, hours go past... No, it doesn't matter. It no, doesn't. No, no. I thought you said that if he is silent, even if he is trying to distress her, and then he dies, that that... No, no. That, that would be... If he's trying to distress her, the silence doesn't hurt, that doesn't, does, is not, does not conform the nether. And it goes back to the father? And it would go back to the father in such a case. That would be because okay. the case he's talking about over here, that wasn't the case. Which is, what is the case? The case is where he intended to, intended to confirm. Intended to confirm, then right away it's confirmed. No, where he didn't have any intent. Okay. So there's three different levels. If you have in mind to confirm, confirm right away. If you had in mind to, uh, to, to distress her, then only at the point, at, at whatever point you, you come out with it, that's the point where it's revoked. And the last scenario is we don't have anything in mind, then the clock ticks for one day or 24 hours, whatever it is. You have to actually uh, revoke it with verbiage. One, one second. Say, What's that? You have to revoke it with words if you say, I'm going to distress her for five days. So within five days, you actually need to say, I've revoked this, or it's automatically revoking it. I, I think you just I have to let us know that that was your intent, right? The Ron okay. says that you told, I mean, not the Ron, the first said you told somebody, you told somebody, maybe that's who, uh, that works. Right. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here.